Hello, Stephanie. Hey, Ashley. Can you hear me Hi. okay? I can. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you the, for having me. Absolutely. The Creative Ways to Health podcast, um, spreading positivity, holistic health information, um, getting to know our guests, um, all the good stuff. Um, so first of all, I'd like to, um, you know, get to know you a little bit. So if you can just share um, your experience and um, also um, you are the director of mental health programs on the holistic movement. So thank you so much for being a part of that. And also, I'd also like to hear about your experience during quarantine. Okay, so quite a few things. Um, so yes, I am Stephanie. I'm a licensed clinical social worker as well as a mindset um, and wellness coach. And then I get to be part of the awesome holistic movement team. So all very exciting things. Um, so background clinically is what you want to know? Yeah, like your background in the industry. Okay. Um, and I also want to ask you about the wellness um, coach. That sounds really cool as well. So you can kind of elaborate on, on your experience in the healthcare field and um, that as well. Awesome. Okay. So um, I got my undergraduate in psychology. I've always loved psychology and kind of knew I wanted to help people. So I cultivated that path. Um, and then I went on to graduate school and then I stuck with the social work path after psychology because I knew I wanted to do the face-to-face. -face. Um, psychology kind of tends to be a little bit more research sometimes. And I knew I just wanted to be on the front line, uh, helping people and kind of seeing them uh, day to day. So once I graduated from school, I actually was lucky enough to um, start my career where I interned as I was getting my master's. So I worked at the Sylvia Thomas Center and I got to work with um, post-adoptive children and families. And we did a lot of in-home therapy and summer respites and activities that linked them to the community. Um, because once they left foster care, their support system kind of disappeared. So we really wanted to scoop in and continue helping out where we could and making sure that they're building um, the lives that they want and have the support system around them. Um, after that, I worked with healthy families and kind of stuck with the children and families aspect. I did in-home therapy for children and mothers. Um, same thing, kind of seeing where they're at, how we can help them in their environment um, with what they have going on, connecting them to the community, having events where they got connected to each other so we can kind of do that. It takes a village thing because um, it truly does. We all have different strengths and resources and supports and needs. So as we work together, it was really good to see it have a positive influence um, on the community. And awesome. I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. What about your wellness coaching? What's, what's that about? So in being in the front line, you kind of get to see, like I said, the, the reality of what's going on. So when we're in the home environment, there's a lot of other things that kind of play into it versus the in office. Um, and I saw kind of a gap. I saw certain restrictions and who could be helped and how um, kind of structure that was supposed to help every family or every individual and that didn't necessarily happen. Um, so I kind of branched off on my own to meet the clients where they were and make it very specific to their strengths, their personalities, their routine, their, you know, family. 
free time. That way they would be the most successful. And what I kind of noticed is with mental health, um, it's truly the connection of mind, body, and soul. So where our emotions um, are at, where they're coming from, are we feeling fulfilled? Because that's going to affect our choices. So I kind of got to shift a little bit um, and not only meet them where they are, but also kind of cultivate my own approach that pulled from the clinical side, but also pulled from the individual side. Um, and thoughts become things. So if we can take care of our mind, take care of our body, take care of our soul, and then feel empowered to create that life, it kind of all goes hand in hand with them being happy, successful, at peace, all those things. I love it. That's the soul shine, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's a really great name um, for your business. I love it. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and how have you been um, basically surviving and coping and everything through this quarantine? <laughs> how have you been um, dealing with it over? How have you been handling the whole flip switch? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one for the books. I don't think anyone would have ever guessed something like this. Um, I get to say that I, I'm very grateful for what I do and what I teach because I practice it. So knowing how much impact my mindset has, knowing the impact of taking care of my whole self with that clarity, I feel like I've been pretty good. So I'm still working. I'm still helping people, which although it's draining a little bit just because it's work, it does recharge me and kind of hit that soul side, which is nice. But I've been just conscious about what I'm eating and making sure I'm still working out and getting some sunshine time. Um, it's actually made a lot of my entire family lives in different states across the country. So it's actually made us all available more um, readily. So we've done multiple like family zooms, which has been really awesome. Um, it's honestly, it's kind of a blessing as much as it's a disaster because it's making people aware of priorities and that self-care and the connections and what's important. So it's actually kind of pushed a lot of my people more into my path, which is awesome. Yeah, I definitely think that this whole um, situation has gotten anybody that's um, seeing it from the outside you know, the healthcare workers are incredible heroes, as we all know, but the ones that are cooped up, cooped in and we're really, you know, thinking about all the things that we once had that were luxuries and we're, we're going to be more, I feel like we're going to be more grateful for them when we get them back. Yeah. And also making connection and health um, priorities right now. And I, I think it really just takes us back to what's really most important. Mm-hmm. I hope so. And it's sad that it's so extreme, you know, but sometimes we need a big shakeup to make a shift as a society. Um, and like you said, with the healthcare and essential workers, it's kind of like, okay, these are the day-to-day -day that we need. So what's the day-to-day -day that you need? Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into some questions to get to know your thought patterns in the holistic health okay. um, care field and also um, your role as a director of mental health programs for the holistic movement. So we're really excited about that being launched soon. Um, but in the meantime, we were actually thinking about doing them virtually to caregivers mm -hmm. since they're out there working and they're most likely working long hours and being really stressed out. So we do want to launch that soon. 
but we'll talk about that later. Okay. But let's dive into some of the questions I have for you. Um, what does mental health mean to you? I know you touched up a little bit about mm-hmm. it, but just elaborate a little bit more on that. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, it was kind of that connection of mind, body, soul. So mental health, health when it's in good health, is kind of the well-being of our thoughts, our emotions, connecting the mind and the heart of it. Um, and when we are able to kind of take care of those things or at least be aware of it, it adds to our resiliency. So stress, stress is something that we all almost daily, you know, we handle it differently, especially with the coronavirus and stuff like that. We are seeing how much mental health is important and the increase in anxiety. So as we are able to connect those things and kind of take care of our mind and our hearts and our emotions, um, quality of life improves. So we're healthier physically, we're healthier with stress, we're able to resolve things, we look more towards solutions and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of helps yeah, us. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It definitely starts from within mm-hmm. 100%. Like you said, our thoughts and our uh, mindset and how we feel, our emotions, definitely tapping into that. Um, but what got you into um, the healthcare and the mental health industry to begin with? Um, like I was saying, I've always kind of been a helper. It's my personality. It's in my nature. It's something that brings me true joy. And I thought I wanted to go the doctor route, um, but learned early on that I didn't have the stomach for it. So when I had found my interest in psychology, it just clicked. And then the, the stepping stones of which degree, which license, and creating my own you know, path with the coaching aspect, um, it's just kind of come with each chapter. But it's amazing because I feel like my main why is to be that voice that people don't necessarily remember that they have or realize that they have. So as mental health is very much that internal work, with that comes this voice that changes your entire life forever. Yeah, that's definitely, it's beautifully said. Um, so your, what are your thoughts on the importance of staying healthy, influencing others by actions of your own mental and physical? You did mention that um, you do take care of yourself, mm-hmm. which is excellent because you are, you know, what you preach and you definitely you have to walk the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but what are your thoughts on the importance of like overall um, staying healthy? I think, like we've said, you know, it's definitely important. And don't get me wrong, there's, <laughs> there's definitely times where I have to force myself to do nothing all day because I'm working too much or I get down on a pizza. Um, so it's definitely within moderation. But I've, I've lived both sides of the spectrum. So I've been that person that stressed to the point of no sleep and affecting my eating and, you know, just being miserable and all of these things. And where there's a certain truth to the reality that we're dealing with, the way we handle it, like I said, affects everything. So if the fact that I was able to kind of adopt different mindsets and feel empowered it made me let a lot of things roll off. Um, I feel like it's almost a game. I'm like, all right, what's the next challenge? Like, I already know this is not ideal, but it's temporary. Like, what's one thing I can do to make myself feel better to see what else can I overcome? Um, So I guess the personal experience and the growth and seeing how it attracts more positive opportunities and people and experiences. And I just feel better 
overall, it's very reinforcing in that manner. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Having a ripple effect on others. Yes. I agree. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So what, what tools do you, um, do you believe are best to live more holistically? Um, research, being able to know what the options are and the benefits. Um, I'm a little stubborn, so I will always, I love learning though. So I'll always hear what you have to say or read articles and stuff like that. But I, I kind of need to know the background and the research behind it to believe it or to trust it a little more. Um, so being able to defend your choices is something that's helpful. Um, and like I said, kind of knowing what they are, we don't know what we don't know. The only way to figure those things out is to have that time to explore. <laughs> so, and then on the other side that shared information, but on a little bit lighter is using friends and family. Like I said, with, um, clients and stuff like that, we all have different strengths, different personalities, different skills. So if you can kind of pick within your network of people, it's like reading an Amazon review. Try it. You don't have to try it before you buy it. You can kind of get some insight a little bit to get some direction um, and makes it a little bit easier. And sometimes it gives us that extra permission to try it when we feel like someone else has or has that knowledge. Definitely like a reassurance and rechecking and finding, learning it out, learning it for yourself. And then also hearing other people's experiences. That's awesome. Exactly. Absolutely. What's your definition of the overall healthy lifestyle? Um, I think it kind of in a broad sense would be similar, but it's definitely going to be different for the individual. I think healthy that's kind of a difficult one. So in the physical sense, I think there's the broad, you know, knowing, listening to your body. So eating the diet that you respond well to, um, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, those kinds of things are the understood. The mental health, kind of the same thing. Um, following that feel good, knowing how to have a stress outlet that keeps you safe and um, keeps stress levels down doing things that are fulfilling for the soul, excuse me. So kind of just listening to what makes sense to you, but making sure that it's allowing you to be your best self and making you feel the best that you can feel. I love that. Definitely aiming towards your highest potential and taking care of like all your needs, your emotional, your physical and your mental, um, you know, while still excelling. Yeah, I think that's, I completely live by that. And how important is it to have conscious positive thoughts? It's absolutely so important. Um, it's, I would say it's a necessity, but we have lived most of our generations without that. So it's this new awareness. Um, but that's where that empowerment comes from. That's where we're able to be conscious creators, where we have a say in what's going Well, we always have a say, but... You know, that direct say where it's almost a little bit predictable. Like I said in the beginning, thoughts become things. It's what program our brains to notice. It's what we pick up on. It's the, the choices that we make, the people we surround ourselves with. So if we can shift it to the positive, it's more like create the positive. Um, and that's not to say that everything's rainbow and unicorns. Again, things happen. We're human. We have bad days, bad moments. Um, but if we can find the silver lining or look towards a solution 
we're less likely to get stuck. Um, and then again, we feel like we have that hand in creating the life because we do. Definitely. Thoughts become things. I love that. Uh, what do you think of affirmations and mantras? And do you um, use them, live by any in particular? Um, absolutely. I think that kind of goes in with the positive psychology and the conscious positive thoughts. Um, that was actually affirmations specifically were part of my you know, spiritual holistic learning curve. Because um, even little things like saying them in the present tense and making sure they're positive. Um, what we pay attention to, we reinforce. So if it's, I use patience all the time because I'm impatient with myself. Instead of me every day being like, oh, I'm just not patient, I'm not patient. Um, I can switch what I'm telling myself, that internal loop to, I'm able to trust in divine timing or um, I'm practicing patience. So it's not an all or nothing thing, but I'm not setting it in stone that I'm not patient. So it really kind of reprograms your mind and gives you the opportunity to reinforce what you want, not what you don't want. Um, and I, it's one of the first things I teach with all my clients. Clarity is reframing and redirecting our thoughts and our mindset. Um, and I actually have, currently I have this cute uh, mantra deck. So at the end of every session, I shuffle the cards and I let them pick their mantra, and it typically, with like law of attraction stuff, uh, they pull a message that is similar to our conversation or resonates with them in a different way, and it's their takeaway. So it's neat that it's thought-provoking, it's positive, um, it's an easy saying that they can remember and reinforce for themselves every day, and then it typically talks about. So it's fun to share in a different kind of way. Yeah, I like that. That's what you focus on. And um, yeah, I mean, affirmations are huge. Um, I like the ones that, that make your mind definitely shift mm -hmm. what you're looking for and reinforcing, you know, your thoughts and shifting your mindset to what you want rather than what you don't want. Right. Um, I think that's huge. And, and I, try to, I try to say them in the morning just to start that day off with, with that direction. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So how about movement? What, how, why is movement important to you? And, and what do you do right now to create movement into your body and your life? Um, I love movement. I always have. I'm not one that sits still very well, so I'll stand in line and kind of sway. Um, but I feel like that's a twofold. So everything is energy, and energy gets stuck. So when energy is stagnant or um, not very flowy, that usually means we need to shake it up a little bit and kind of get back in alignment with what's right for us, what feels best, what's fun, whatever that looks like. <clears throat> so I think movement naturally helps us in the energetic uh, sense, but then a body emotion stays in motion. So if we want to keep going and we want to do the things we're enjoying and um, usually movement indicates that we're happy. So if we, if we keep going in that direction, you know, not only is it a habit, but body motion stays in motion. So we kind of keep, propelling to the feel good and the goals and the happiness that we're looking for. Plus it's fun and it releases happy chemicals and it directly combats stress. Um, so we get the, the feel good and the physical benefits of it. So I'm a fan through and through. 
Yeah, I, I love, love everything you just said. Body and movement stays in movement. That's so awesome. Because when, when you get stagnant, I mean, most people get tired more, you know, they drag a little bit more. They don't, you know, they need that pick me up and coffee is not always the best option. Right. <laughs> I think one cup a day is what I recommend. So you don't get too jittery. And then, and then your body can create that extra energy that you need throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I like what you just said. Um, what other holistic programs or um, other holistic options that you do um, that you believe that work great for your mind, spirit and body, heal and help others live better lives? And what have you used in the past? What do you currently use? So, of course, I'm biased, I guess, mental health. (laughs) I think um, the shift towards coaching and stuff like that, not that it's across the board the same, but has hit more of the holistic counseling side, which I'm super proud of and super grateful for. Um, But other things that I use daily, like my medicine cabinet is pretty much essential oils. I'm very, I try to be as natural as possible with both what I eat as well as my topical stuff. Um, That also was through experience. When I was younger, I started getting all these crazy skin reactions, but I do really well in the sun. I had a bunch of stomach stuff where I just couldn't eat. I was nauseous all the time. So through experience, I noticed the, the more natural route, I just felt better. So once you kind of shift to that and notice the change, it's really easy to not want to go back. <laughs> um, and then uh, some of the more physical things that I've tried and that I enjoy are things like massages, um, acupuncture, reflexology, and it's wonderful. I'm, again, psychology, fascinated by the body, fascinated by the brain, and we're self-healing and our body's super protective. So there's a lot of ways that we can naturally stimulate that healing part of it. Um, and it's, I mean, it's our body, our body created it. So it's going to be in my eyes, the best option and something um, that's better than some of the man-made things or artificial options that are out there. So if we can, work with what we've got and our body's ready for it and everything is in sync, then it makes sense for me. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. It's not a quick fix. It's definitely more of a lifestyle um, and getting back to the homeostasis form. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, definitely. I believe in balance and alignment and definitely those holistic, um, holistic health, um, everything you just mentioned. Um, but I'm actually I'm super excited that you're joining in as a director of mental health programs for the holistic movement. What drew you into this wonderful nonprofit and serving communities um, and offering and scheduling counseling at schools and healthcare facilities? Um, oh, and we talk about alignment. It's something that just completely happened and I would have never expected. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, I think it just was something that I'm so authentically and naturally drawn to so it's it is my vision for myself it is my vision for my clients I'm passionate about helping people and I feel like everything that holistic movement stands for completely aligns with that and like I said with the approach of it takes a village for all my clients thing that we can do on a bigger scale so we get to create our own village that creates more villages that gets to help populations that 
not only need it, but definitely deserve it when we go into the schools and it's our children, they deserve it 100%. And that's, you know, creating their future. So there's a shift in there. And then the people they're with, all the educators, it's stressful. There's not as much support and resources for them. Um, and they're teaching the future generation. It just goes hand in hand. And then like we're seeing with coronavirus, healthcare providers, it's, it's often a thankless job. Um, and there's a lot of confidentiality things that play into it where we can't even share what we're dealing with or, um, you know, physical ailments, deaths, mental ailments, just a lot of stuff that's very, very heavy. So to be able to help those providers um, is just awesome. And it, it's about time. So whenever, when I heard kind of the mission and what it looked like, it was a no-brainer for me. It's something that I think is beautiful and will have an impact and I hope kind of stimulates more nonprofits or, or careers or people that are willing to kind of do the same thing. Definitely. It's all about creating the ripple of yes. positive energy and light and spreading it because one person can make a difference and all of us together will create a better community and definitely um, will allow others to see that if we can do it, they can do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited as well. And you're going to be, you are an amazing part of this. Um, your energy, your your vision, we, we love you already. So we're really excited to have you on. Um and I have a quick question mm-hmm. before we go. Um, if you could pick or change one thing now in your community to bring better health, mental, physical, or spiritual, and positivity, what would it be and what would you do? I think that's an awesome question because a lot of times we want to do it all, right? So to really break it down where I feel like I could still do it all but have one answer um, would bring about authenticity and making health a priority. So not to fall back on coronavirus, but I if that's happening, um, you know, you see a lot of people, we're all home now. So everyone's being real about not wearing pants. And we've seen that in some Zoom businesses, <laughs> like their business calls or not wearing makeup or binge eating or whatever that is. So unfortunately, it's that bittersweet. It's unfortunate that we're here, but I'm glad that it's kind of given everyone permission to be who they are. Um, and that, that is what we're supposed to do. We're individuals. And when, you know, we live in a society that's all and having the best and not having real emotions, it's painful and it's not, it's not healthy. So to be able to be authentic, I think would be awesome. And then continuing with this health shift of getting outside, um, having the time or at least the clarity to know this is what's going to help me physically. This is what I enjoy emotionally. This is what's going to bring me health mentally. Um, it's manageable. We priority. So if I could do that one thing, it would make that health and authenticity a long lasting priority. Definitely hoping that, you know, we all um, continue on with gratitude and self-care even after the coronavirus and just being humans. Yes. <laughs> really, it's not about competition <laughs> all the time. It's about right. collaboration and helping each other out and 
building a community and spreading light and positivity and and um and honoring those heroes that are out there working um you know serving the community and really just building each other up because i feel like this is definitely spreading light of we need our community we need our social we are social um you know we can't distance for for too long we need each other to mm-hmm. make uh, the world go around. We need to help each other to continue on. So I definitely, I definitely hope that this, um, this vision and this gratitude continues um, even after COVID-19 um, and honoring the heroes and honoring each other and, and connecting with family and friends um, basically gets to the next level after this. Right. So Yay. Yeah, yeah. So I loved this. Thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate your time. I'm really excited to work with you on the holistic movement further and see what we can do to to spread positivity, health and wellness into the community and um, shed some light. Yes, likewise. I really appreciate you. I'm glad to have had this time. And it's so nice and warming to find people that are, you know, looking for the same thing. So I appreciate you always. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, like-minded people, definitely. Well, thanks again, Stephanie. You have a really good time. Same to you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.